to the Authentic Self Podcast. I'm your host and founder, Brianna Briggs, and this is a space where you can be your authentic self, create boundaries, grow physically, mentally, and emotionally by having me share my personal experiences, tips, and advice. While I'm also in my healing process, I'm hoping that this podcast will inspire you to do the same. This podcast is not to be used in substitution of behavioral therapy. If you are in need of help, please seek a licensed medical professional. I welcome you to Authentic Self Podcast. Let's get into it. I'm on the podcast! Hi, my name is Brian. I'm a recent grad from Indiana University of Pennsylvania, where I'm majored in criminology and currently I'm starting my own mentor program all right so thank you Brian for being a part of dating in the 21st century part two uh, we're gonna go ahead I'm gonna start off with a series of questions and then me and you will answer them according to our experience okay want to ask you all right the first question is what makes a woman or a man a good woman or man to be with you in order to be with you what makes a good woman to be with me is understanding me adapting to the things that I do and trust so understanding me to expand more on that is to understand like who I am as a person so what things I like what things I don't like the things that make me happy, the things that make me sad, things I like doing, things I don't like doing. So, but that comes over the time of this being like around each other. So adapting as in just like, you know, when you're in a relationship, you can't always have certain things. So it's just adapting to each other, understanding that there's some priorities or some things that you can't do in a relationship. So just understanding that For instance, if like your girlfriend is a influencer and a model, you know, just learning to adapt to her lifestyle or whatever craft she does, things like that. And then just trust is just a real big thing. It's just, can I trust you? And that just comes over. That's just something that you just get over time through certain experiences and just being with that person that's your partner. So basically you said trusting and really understanding for me, it would be making sure that you're able, like you have the mental capacity to even deal with me. Would you say friendship is needed first? For me, I think friendship and understanding is the baseline of a relationship. And you need to make sure that you're happy with yourself before jumping in anything and especially with the person. So friendship kind of allows you to get to know that person on a certain I guess baseline or a certain level and then y'all jump from there instead of just jumping to something that has no foundation no I definitely agree with you because too like if you would have asked me like freshman year Brian like do you think a friendship is needed before a relationship I would have said no but like you said a friendship is very important because you're building that foundation like you know you it's like like you, it's like a foundation you build with that person because you got to understand if this is your girlfriend that potentially can be your wife like you always got to have a friendship like you got to have a friendship before it's considered a girlfriend boyfriend thing because in that friendship you just really learned about each other and you just have that 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 genuine time of understanding who like what the relationship is and who we are together 
So I definitely agree you should have a friendship before rushing into a relationship. Because if you don't have a friendship, I feel like the relationship is going to last for a long time. Yeah, and when we were younger, like, we were boys would come to me like will you be my girlfriend and that was that yeah. like even if I didn't know them this is Facebook days <laughs> so now I definitely feel like it's important to be friends first because a lot of people rush into stuff without actually knowing a person even though when you're in a relationship you still you still taking the time to get to know that person because you don't 100% know a person until like later down the line like years later mm-hmm. no you, you're definitely right i feel like you get that's where you make the like the good memories and like before you even get deeper into the relationship like that friendship stays is where you get them like those real good memories of when you later on get deep into the relationship so i definitely do think the really the friendship is real important like very important so don't go rushing into things you know make sure you could be friends with this person so the next question is is it okay to bring your partner out with you to girls or guys night me personally if it's just girls I wouldn't want if I'm spending time with my friends I just wanted to be with my friends that can be separate from a social gathering or me just spending time with my boyfriend as a whole just us enjoying each other company so I don't think that my partner should come out with me to girls night at all I agree with you like I don't want this might sound a little harsh but I don't even want like I don't want my girlfriend to like have a friendship with my friends like they could be like I want them to be cordial like under like understand who they are and like if she does come around like understand who she is and like who all my friends are, but like a friendship, friendship, I don't think like, I'm not all fans of that. So especially like when it's just the guys, like I definitely feel like she, like I wouldn't want to bring her out because that's our time. And then I feel like it, it wouldn't be the same, like hang, like you'd be more edged of certain things. And then your friends are going to say certain things. They like, they can't say certain things around her. So speaking in cold. I would, yeah. hate, I would hate to sit around a circle full of guys and y'all speaking in cold and I'm over here trying to figure it out. See, and then like you might you might like hang out with us and then like you might know my friend, like say my friend Bob, you might be aware of him. Then you come out one night. <laughs> no, you might be you might come out one night and you might see how Bob really acts and then you'd be like, Yeah, I don't want you hanging out with him. Or like you might like, you know, feel some type of way, but yeah, and then when you bring your girl around, like you can't a lot you can't trust guys nowadays. Just like you can't like go thing with females, like mm-hmm. they might start plotting or like, yeah, no. That's a no no. So this kinda relates to my next question. Are your friends, your girlfriend friends, or vice versa? Like what you just said, I don't be trusting people. Say you cheating on your girlfriend, right? Okay. And your friends know, but your girlfriend mm-hmm. is just now finding out. Mm-hmm. So she'll go to your friend and she'll ask your friend. Oh, yeah. it. oh. well, I expect out of 10, your friend will be like, no, nah, I didn't know about it. Or they'll basically lie for you. That's it. Yeah, they, they're supposed to lie because it's not even like on no like they're supposed to lie because at the end of the, like, even though they know the business, it's not that they're, they're not 
it's not their job to tell my girlfriend. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's more. I, it's more of him to like, as a real friend, be like, you know what you're doing, right? You get what I'm saying? Like, and you understand the consequences and stuff. So, like, that's more of like me and him talking. But like her trying to investigate, I don't think it's right for her, like for him to tell tell her that yeah, Brian is cheating on you, da da da. Because now it's like. What the heck? Because now I think you plotting on her. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of times guys would do that. They'll like think because they snitched on the person that they're going to get the girl. But at the end of the day, you're not. So you're just losing two people out your life. So the next question is, does having sex on the first day disqualify a person from being relationship or marriage material? Nowadays, people really don't. I think nowadays people actually go on dates and then it leads to sex. And it's just like, it is what it is. So we're going to keep doing it. Yeah. I think it, it, you don't get disqualified. Like, I don't think it's like, cause it's like a society thing. Like, you know, Oh, she has sex on the first date. She's like this, that the third, but it's yeah. really, yeah. I don't want to say it, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but yeah, like it don't disqualify you at all. Like, it's just like, no, it happens. It happens. You know what I'm saying? But it don't disqualify you from making you like, oh, you're not going to be wifey material because you let me hit. Because at the end of the day, like, you let me hit too. You get what I'm saying? So do I get disqualified as husband material and all that stuff? So it's just like, a, that's more like a society thing I see. I see it as, I, don't, I wouldn't disqualify a lady if she let me, like, have sex with her on the first link. I wouldn't. Think why is it that men they don't get called names when they have sex on the first date but females get called all types of names when they because it's it's a society thing like you gotta think about like there's no there's if you look in the wherever like book wherever internet it's no law or rule saying like uh, any person who has sex, uh, any woman on the planet who has sex on a first date is a hoe or all these other words. It's just a thing that society, like a society rule that, I don't know, became popular, but I don't see nothing wrong with it at all. But it's just, mm, it's weird. I don't use it. Like, I don't, I don't use it. Like, if you really sit down and think about what a hoe is, like, it's really no true definition you know no, people be like oh like a garden tool yeah technically it's a garden tool that you use but if you want <laughs> if you want to talk about like the urban dictionary style like that's not a real like a hoe someone who has sex on the first day a woman who has sex on the first date like it's her body like you get what i'm saying some women like having sex you get what i'm saying like they don't want the other stuff that comes with it so it's like would you identify a woman that just likes having sex is she a hoe like, no, she's not a hoe. She just enjoys having sex. So it's just a society thing that society says. I think it's immature. Okay. okay. I could agree. The next question is, is it okay to have access to your significant other social media account? For me, I used to think it was okay. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> I'm not going to lie when I was like, 15, 16, and I was living in Ghana. I had a boyfriend. He lived in Philly. We've mm -hmm. never seen each other throughout that four years of being together or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. So, 
when I was in Ghana, I would break into his Instagram. <laughs> I figure out this man's password, his email password, his Twitter password. I'm not going to lie. I ended up making another Twitter account just to see if he was cheating on me. And he eventually found out. <laughs> he eventually found out, but he wasn't mad about it. Like he he never said anything about it. But I know he found out. But um, now that I'm older, I don't think you should have access to your uh, significant other social media accounts because it just goes to show that you don't trust the person in any type of relationship, whether it's intimate or friendship, family. They're all based off of trust so that just goes to tell that you don't really trust them and i don't think you yeah. a relationship if you don't trust anybody yeah and that's what i was going to say like if you have to like first off to answer the question no you shouldn't have like your other person's social media because it's all about trust so if you get to the point where you need that person's social media it's like why are you with that person because you can't trust them and it's like not in the generation we live in nowadays like i see this a lot is say if you go through my phone brian we're together you go through my phone you make a big deal out of it nine times out of ten you're going to stay like you're not going to leave you know what i'm saying a lot of these a lot of these women don't leave like they'll go through all this like all this trouble just to unlock a phone to see a dm for a girl and they don't automatically leave Mm -hmm. so it's like why are you going through all this just to stay like you might as well like I say like I tell my friends like their girlfriends and stuff like you might as well just let him cheat in peace like I know it sounds harsh but it's like if you're not going to leave that person after you go through their social media stuff like that then you might as well just let them cheat in peace because think about it you go through the phone and you're still with them so it's like you did all that for nothing but you definitely shouldn't have each other's social media because that's just like there a long time well you get what i'm saying like that's them you know what i'm saying like you have your privacy i have my privacy and certain things yeah you're evading that person's privacy so you shouldn't be going through other people like each other's social media you should trust that person that they're doing the right thing and they're not out here making you look silly finish the statement you know you're in a toxic relationship when what you know you're in a toxic relationship when it's just all this gaslighting, like he's disregarding your feelings or vice versa, or some type of manipulation, or y'all just sitting there hitting each other. No, that's abusive. That, 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 that's abusive. Of course that's abusive. It's toxic too. But a lot of relationships right. nowadays, people feel like that's okay to hit your significant other. I felt like that was okay only because that's how I show my emotions. But now, at the place that I'm at now, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't want nobody else hitting me. So I keep my hands to myself. Yeah. All right, but you know you're in a toxic relationship when we are blocked during the morning time, but together in the afternoon. That is toxic. Like, it's some couples out here that be blocked and laid up with each other. You know you in a toxic relationship when you're blocked and you have to email them. Child. Yes. <laughs> That's very, uh, what's it, what's it, call me now apps? And, <laughs> like, one time I seen someone Thank cash you. app. Like, oh yeah, you know how you, you, you know you can put a title on cash app? 
they tied Unblock Me as a cash app title. I was like, that is toxic. You do not want to be in a relationship like that. That is all that arguing and back and forth and stressing each other out and throwing subliminals on Instagram. That's a, you know you're in a toxic relationship when you're throwing, when you, when both of y'all are throwing subliminals back and forth on Instagram. Like, that's beyond toxic. That's nothing you need to be in nowadays. That toxic stuff is not cool. You know, you know you're in a toxic relationship when you're still having sex with the person after y'all break up. You know you're in a toxic relationship when y'all go all day without talking. That's no y'all need to have some type of communication. No, you right about that. Like couple these they'll play the game of all right, let's see who'll give in first. Your pride. Yeah, putting your putting your pride to the side. Yeah, they let their pride get in the way. That was my problem. I used to always let my pride get to the side. Like I would like get into like little arguments with like my old flings and I would like they like I they're not texting me and I'm like all right I'm not gonna text you like if you don't go like say like they don't text me for two days then I'm not gonna text you for four days then they don't text me for a week I was like all right, I'm not gonna text you for two weeks because it's like I'm not about to give in like no like we gonna not talk for a year then you know what I'm saying but that was toxic that was real toxic of me so I, I had to stop doing that yeah we're not doing toxic in 2022. No toxic at all. Toxic is done. You want good energy. I don't know. Females think that's cute. Me personally, I don't know. I'm not about to, you're not about to block me and go all day without talking to me. Maybe before, but now I can't do that. Now that I'm getting older, no, I, no don't, I don't got time for that. People actually want to be in healthy relationships. Very healthy. I used to, I used to not talk. I used to go all day, right? And, I'm, and I, I will post too. That's where I knew I was toxic. So it was like, I will go all day not talking. And I will post, like, I'll be having, like, I'll, I'll make sure I'm, like, showing everything. I'm, like, having a blast. And it's, like, <laughs> eating them up, like, I, like, why aren't you texting me back? Like, you know what I'm saying? And then, like, they will break. And they'll start blowing. Like, why are you texting me back? Oh, you think you can just be out? Da, 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 this, that, third. And then, like, I'll be, like, then I'll be, like, all right, we'll squash it. But I'm not going to give in first, like, mm -mm. But the new Brian is going to sit down and communicate with my lovely woman and do the right thing now. Being an overthinker, I can't sit there and allow somebody to go all day without talking to me. And they're doing it on purpose, especially if you post it on Instagram or you post it on social media. You see my text or, you know, I'm thinking about talking to you and you decide mm -hmm. not to talk to me or respond. Tripping, I could never... And then if I really want to be spiteful, I turn my red my red receipts on, <laughs> and I leave it red. That's, that's what I, I used to do. <laughs> yep, that's why I really want. That's why I really want to start some fire. Mm -hmm. But once the rules got flipped on me, I was like, all right, let me stop doing that. Yeah, don't do something to somebody you don't want done to you. You're definitely right about that. All right, next question. True or false, $50 is enough to take someone out on a date. I think quality Be honest. Time, it is. It is. It, it is enough. <laughs> I think spending quality time with your significant other or somebody that you're getting to know is the most important. Now, last year... This political last answer. Year, <laughs> <laughs> last year... I'm not going to lie. Um, 
I got taken out to Bertucci and it was for a birthday. It was for the person's birthday. But no, this is actually two years ago, the end of 2020. But I didn't feel like that was a date. I felt like that was just for the per- person's birthday, but they called it a date. So that was my issue as far as the whole date thing. Now, as far as $50, you don't have to spend a lot of money to... <laughs> you must not listen to my other podcast. You don't have to spend $50 or more than $50 for a date. You can literally spend Where are these $20. dates at? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, Brian? Where are these the dates date- at? The dates can be at Fridays. We can go to Burger King. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait so I can explain my answer so I can answer this question. No, but as long as I'm spending now that I'm getting older, I feel like as long as you're spending quality time with a person, then that's fine. I'm going to define dates from the source Google. (laughs) It says, a social or romantic appointment or engagement. Now, let me give you another definition because I don't like that one. This one from CollinsDictionary.com. It says, if you're dating someone, you go out with them regularly because you are having or may soon have a romantic relationship with them. But I don't think dates have to be out. Now, I would prefer to be out, but if you want to plan a date inside, maybe dinner, without sexual intercourse then that's fine because a lot of people add that in and i just like if i want to spend quality time with you that's strictly what i want to do if i want it to be more then cool but remember you say this so like when people start rolling the dms and trying <laughs> to take you on dates remember you said that listen but... i'll be telling them i don't have the mental capacity right now so they yeah. already know what it is this is actually a good question because is from a male's perspective and a woman's perspective. So $50 can get you a date, but like that, like that's more of like a, all right, we're just going to the park type stuff. Like, cause you said, you said, fr- no, it's nothing wrong with the park, but like, like if we want to just like go to the park and sit down and talk and like spend less, like you're not going to spend no money at the park. But if you, you said go to Fridays, right? Let me bring it down to you. $50, right? I got $50. We go buy some, a meal, my meal probably going to come to like 20 already and your meal going to come to like 20 something. And then you got to think we're going to get drinks and then I got a tip. So it's going to be over $50. So if you're talking about like a dinner date with $50, no. Now, if you're talking like go to the grocery store, we come back to my apartment and I cook 50, like I could cook. That's cool. All right. That's cool. But like a real date, like Look, so when I get ready for dates, right, I got to I'm going to tell you everything I got to do. I got to clean my car. I got to put gas in the car. If I don't have an outfit, I got to buy an outfit. Uh-uh. <laughs> and then I'm already paying for whatever date we about to go on. So I'm paying for the date already. So right there, that's that's more than $50. So like if it's just like a park thing, like something like real genuine like that, we just go get ice cream and walk down the street, you know, something like that, go buy a sandwich and then chit chat. Yeah, you could do a date. But nowadays the women don't want to do that. You know, they want to fly me out to Miami or we're going to have a date in California or you have to just do something. You got to do something like 
extreme because like right now I come to a woman right now I tell her I only got fifty dollars. Now there's some women out there that's going to accept it and be like, all right, we can just do something generous. But there's going to be some women out there that's going to like, like, what are we going to do with fifty dollars? Like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, where are you going to take me with fifty dollars? So it's like generation people don't appreciate the little stuff like that. Nope. So it's like back then, yeah, fifty dollars you could do a whole like you could do a. A, a beautiful date but it's like it's hard to find the girls that want to like do $50 dates like it's like what you gonna do you know what I'm saying like it's hard to find a girl that's gonna do $50 dates like it's real hard to find I wish they still had girls that did $50 dates yeah no in this generation the dating in the 21st century part one we discussed this and me and Brittany my friend we were saying how a date is a date as long as we spend quality time and you don't have to spend lots of money on a date but of course other females will (laughs) other females will think that other females want expensive dates but me personally I've been asked on dates probably these past three months and I've been turning them down I don't care where we're going I really don't want to go and even if I did like I wouldn't mind something simple I wouldn't mind something simple (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> can we no because this is a great this is a great simple. topic right here can you like, el- can you elaborate on simple like what's simple like the whole park thing i wouldn't mind walking in somebody park and going to a food truck that's what i mean like you don't at a food truck you don't have to spend that much money for example or i would love to do something corny like a picnic in the park or painting in the park but people out here don't they not used to that, so they don't want to do that. <laughs> I got about it. That you got about the food. You got about the paint. You got about the brush. That don't count the... in the fifty dollars. Oh, that don't count in fifty dollars. No, that's a whole different date. Oh, okay, 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 okay. 50. But my oh, you just like if he just got fifty in his pocket right now on the date. That's fine. <laughs> what? I'm just saying. You know, it is. It is fine. It's, it's just the, the how society views it. You know, we don't like you shouldn't care what society thinks, but it's just like I don't they like think fifty dollars. They think you broke if you just got fifty dollars in your pocket, of course. Yeah. So it's a like female wouldn't even want to go on a date with a guy that only got fifty dollars in his pocket. At all. That's why you I got... call dating in the 21st century because motherfuckers crazy. Yeah, like I think I remember one date I went on. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to break it down. I, it was one day I went on, right? We went to a restaurant, right? So this is free game, fellas. Always have cash on you. When you go on dates, always have cash because you don't want to go on a date like, yeah, I got my car, you know, we about to swipe. And then you got auto pay to your phone bill or something. Or like, you know what I'm saying? Like something happened to your car. Now you're sitting there and you don't got no money. So always have cash on you. But one day I went to, I took her out to eat and the bill came to like, I'm not going, the bill came to like 160. That's not bad. No, it's not bad. It came to 160. You know, she had a hookah and everything. Like we had food and everything. She ordered drinks. Da, da, da. So after the date, you got like, after the dinner, you got to do something else. You know what I'm saying? We went to the strip club after. By the time it was all that. was this? This is my idea. This is my, <laughs> I, this is my, because I like when my dates, I want to like take you into my like see how you adapt in my environment, like things I like to do, like to see how you react and stuff. So we went to the strip club and then there 
I didn't want to just stand around. Like, you know what I'm saying? I had 200 on me and then I got another 100 and I gave her 100 to throw and I had 200 to throw. So about that whole date right there, it was about like three, like four. It was like, it was like a $500 date. You know what I'm saying? And I think like, I'm be honest, like 500 nowadays, especially where I live at, like 500 is like the bare minimum of, to get a date or like to go on a date. So when you go on a date, do you pick the restaurant? Do you yeah. Do you pick the date, like plan the whole date out? Yeah, I plan the whole thing out. I don't really like, I just tell her to like, what time to be ready and then like what she got where. So like say we going to dinner, you know, we're going out to dinner, you know, it's gonna be like, you know, just dress up nice or like we about to do something fun, like wear something comfortable. So I usually have the whole thing planned out because I don't think like I don't think like asking like a girl or, or asking a woman like what you want to do, it's like you're not fully engaged into the date. Cause it's like you, it's like you, like you really don't care. I feel like if you have something planned out, it's like more thoughtful and it's like, okay, like he really took his time to like do this. This is my question to you. Do you think a guy should pick a girl up on the date or have them meet them there? I think it's up to the female because me personally, the recent date that I've been on, I actually told the guy that I'll meet him. So it's been many occasions where I was like, okay, I don't want him knowing where I live, so I'll just meet him. Or one of the days that I've been on, I actually gave him my street name, but I didn't give him my house number. Mm -hmm. So he was still in my area, but he just didn't know the house number. I felt more comfortable doing that rather than me driving at night because I'm already blind. Mm -hmm. As a bad um, <laughs> as a bet rather than him knowing exactly where I live because people be crazy now it's up to definitely up to the female if she feels comfortable with giving him the address then cool but if not then no all right what makes you happier in a relationship sharing or sacrificing and should you make sacrifices for your relationship sacrificing makes me happy because it's more meaningful so, you know, like with the sacrifice, it's like you're you're making a change to adapt to me. So it's like you're really dropping something that you might like or doing something that you always do to like make sure we have a better relationship. So it's just more meaningful to me. And yes, you should make sacrifices in a relationship. Like I, it picks back on what I just said. It's just it's more meaningful. Like, you know, it's like showing that person that you want to change your you really want to be in this relationship. So definitely making sacrifices. Cause like, for instance, like if you always hang out with your homeboys prior to a relationship and then you get in that relationship and you make that sacrifice that like, right, I can't hang with you as much because I gotta be with my girl and I gotta give her time and affection on her end is showing like, like he really cares about me. He really wants to spend time with me and work on things. So it just, it just is real meaningful. You know, when you make those sacrifices. So just in case nobody knows what sacrificing for someone means, an act of giving up something, especially for the sake of someone or something else. So for me, I agree with you. The only thing is sharing would make me more happy. Sacrificing, like you said, it would like basically prove yourself to the person 
But nine times out of ten, sacrificing would make one person happy and not the other. So I would hope that everything is equal to begin with. Mm-hmm. And if sacrificing is needed, then yeah, I mean, you go from there. So if you're part, if you're, if you met like a boy, right, and he smoked because you don't smoke, do you want him to make that sacrifice of like not smoking at all? All right. Yes. So mm, these past few years, I would like require a guy not to smoke any type of tobacco, weed, whatever, um, because I don't smoke myself. I don't like the smell of it. I don't like my clothes smelling like smoke. I actually ended up messing with somebody and he actually would respect what I said and just like he was respected to a certain extent. So he would leave the room and smoke somewhere else rather than smoking around me because he didn't want to quit. So Mm -hmm. I accepted that rather than telling him like, okay, you can't smoke at all. Mm -hmm. But now it's just like it's either don't smoke around me, you can smoke, just don't smoke around me. And if you really have to smoke, then that's just a turn off. That's a turn off. So honestly, that's a deal breaker. What do you mean by he like what happens like that's his like it relaxes him? Like that's not no. healthy. That's not healthy. <laughs> I learned from my therapist, that's not healthy. That's your coping mm-hmm. mechanism. You need to find healthy coping mechanisms. And okay. smoking every day. Every day, all day is not healthy at all. Now, if it's, I feel like it's the difference between smoking every day, all day versus just smoking every day or smoking a few times during a week. But people really out here smoking 24 7. Smoking yeah, I never, yeah. Noon, night, maybe two times in the morning, two times in the afternoon, two times in the evening. And that's not, that's not healthy. I would prefer. For someone to not smoke 24-7. Now, somebody that smokes 24-7 would need to learn that that's unhealthy. That's not healthy for them. And it'll take them time to actually realize that. And that's okay. That's okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) As long as eventually they realize it and they don't keep using it as their escape. I I could dig that. I could dig that one. How do you feel when others find your partner attractive? I think that's I want me a trophy. I'm crying. <laughs> I think it's okay to a certain extent, but if you show that you're jealous, then you're also controlling and there might be that might be a sign of you being abusive as well. Mm. So Talk about it. if I look good, I look good. There's nothing mm. I can do about it. Now, if you're going over there fighting people because guys are looking at me, then that's unacceptable. But I could understand if a guy comes up to me while I'm with you or while you're on the phone and you feel some type of way and you say something, I could understand that. That's not a problem. He better feel some type of way. That's that's (laughs) disrespectful. But guys, some guys, uh, outside guys don't see that as disrespectful. They don't care. I don't think they care. If they care, mm. they wouldn't try and lose their life trying to sit there and talk to me. Whole time my nah. boyfriend a killer. Now the day killers. <laughs> nah, I don't I don't have no problem with it because like as it's like you said, it's up to, to an extent. Like now guys are like coming up to my girl and stuff, then like, yeah, that like I'm shutting that shit down. Excuse my language, but I'm shutting that down. But um 
yeah, I want my woman to look good every day. Like, you know, I'm not going to feel jealous. Like, you know, that's my queen. Like, I always want her to look the best she can be, you know. I understand. Like, that's why I signed up for her. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not going to feel jealous. Like, you know, I'm not going to be like, oh, you can't wear this or need to cover up. No, like, now it's like, appropriately, you get what I'm saying? But she can wear whatever she want, you know. But I, I want my I want my woman looking the best, so. I'm not going to be, like, jealous or upset if, you know, people, like, looking, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to be happy, like, you know, because she rocking with me. I ain't going to feel jealous at all. First off, I wish somebody would tell me what I can and can't wear. See? It really be guys out here, like, you can't wear that, that crop top or you can't wear your boobs out. First off, if I look so- good at it, I'm going to wear it. Do you think there is like some things are like, all right, is overboard or just like my body? Like I could wear this if I want to. I definitely think think some things are overboard. Like I would not me personally. I'm not those dresses with the thigh out, the stomach out, and then mm-hmm. they got holes on the side. I can't do mm-hmm. it. Now in a relationship wise, not just wearing in general, like in a relationship. Yeah. Oh. Especially, especially if I'm trying to not impress your parents, but I'm trying to build a relationship with their son. I mm-hmm. wouldn't want them looking at me. Like, if it's around family or around his family, I'm going to dress as modest as I can because that's what that's the respectful thing to do. And depending on where we're going, I would dress appropriate as well. Now, I can't speak for the females that wear their behind out, but me personally i like to show off my chest area because um that's something that i'm learning to love (laughs) that's something that i'm learning to love so whoever i end up with would need to respect that but it would be shown to it it wouldn't be shown to a certain extent or it would be shown to a certain extent but the next question is, do you think a lot of relationships nowadays are based off of materialistic things? I think so. I think a lot of people, like like what I discussed in part one, a lot of people go on social media and they want those celebrity relationships or things that the celebrities have and not songs that they know they can't get, but... I think it's important for, I think it's other important things to worry about in a relationship rather than materialistic. I definitely think a lot of these relationships nowadays are based off materialistic things, like from like buying certain things and having certain brands and just making sure like she needs to be updated. Like if it's a part of your life, then yeah. Like if it's a part of your lifestyle, then all right, I understand. But for the people that's like, it's not part of their lifestyle and they got like feel like they have to buy their woman this that the third to impress her like nah, you really don't have to or like feel like even you have to wear certain like certain designers to get certain women you don't have to but with the instagrams and all these famous people because you gotta realize with the famous people that's a part of their lifestyle like buying all these expensive stuff it's really not expensive to them because they have a lot more money but like a lot of like people on like on Instagram and stuff, they see this stuff and they're like, oh, I want to be just like that, or 
I need to have this bag or I need to have this dress or I need to have these boots. You know what I'm saying? Like, for instance, like the Givenchy boots. One person wore them famous. Every woman needed them. You know, those is $5,000 boots. I looked them up. Like, it's $5,000 boots. So it was like, I seen memes like, oh, if he's not going to buy you, um, is he not going to buy you like a Birkin bag or stuff like that? You don't need to be with him. Like, why are you, why do I, like, you know what I'm saying? Why do you need me to buy you a $20,000 bag in order to be with you? Like, what is that? All these relationships are materialistic. Yeah. Or like, I think a good example is a guy cheating on the girl or vice versa. And then he go out and buy you a car. And then now y'all just all mad in love. Because the girl forgot, like, she just pushed that to the side. <laughs> so it depends on the money. Is that what you're saying? It depends I ain't gonna on be, how much I, money you spent or what materialistic thing it is. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, because I'm not going to lie on your platform. I'm going to give you my full, honest answer. Brianna, if a girl cheat on me and she's like, Brian, to make it up, I brought you a wide body Hellcat. Is I'm it's going out the door. I'm taking her back. If she buy me a, the only way to get back to me, if you buy me a Hellcat or a Trackhawk, I'm I'm taking you back. And now to answer the question, are the relationship materialistic? Yes, to an extent. But <laughs> if you get me a wide body Hellcat, you could cheat on me. I I I'll take you back. So what if she cheat again and she don't get you nothing? Then what? I got a wide. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, you only nah. care about that damn car. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because if you cheat again, then it's over. But it's like you got the question. You rather there's a good question. Would you rather cry in a Lambo truck or would you rather cry in a a, a Honda Civic? Not saying there's nothing wrong with a Honda Civic, but it's like and that is messed up. It's like oh well, you shouldn't be going through nothing that someone. Blah, blah. But it's like. Let me get my Lamborghini. <laughs> like, what you, like, what you want you want to do? So, she got me a Hellcat. Good. <laughs> it sounds bad. I shouldn't be saying that, but it's like, honestly. But if she cheated on me again, it's definitely over. It's definitely over. So, what if she went the Hellcat back? She's not getting Hellcat back. I already know. She's not getting Hellcat back. She's not getting the Hellcat back. But in, in all reality, like if someone did cheat on me, I'm not taking them back. I don't believe in like the whole second chances and giving someone else because they do it one time, they definitely could do it again. So it's harder to say it than actually do it. Like not going back to somebody that cheated on you multiple times. Or after they messed up the first time and you want to chalk them, it's definitely harder to just like chalk them all together rather than just uh, going back to them i'm a i'm a disagree like I, i'm a disagree that it's hard because i always tell myself like when i had my real big breakup in high school i always told myself you went 17 years not knowing this person you can go another 17 years without this person in your life you know it just it's like a you thing you get what i'm saying like you know this person isn't good for you you could walk away but it's like that little thing is bringing you back, but no, you went 17 years without this person. You, you, you're going to be all right. I know it hurts right now, but you, you just, you know, go through, 
the, the sad stuff, but you'll be all right. Like, you know, everything's going to be fine. So when I hear people say, oh, it's hard for me to stop smoking or I can't leave this person because I've been with them for so long. Like, no, you only knew this person for two years. So prior to all that time, you didn't know that person. You were still waking up every day, moving, function, everything normal. So if you're not with that person, you're going to be fine. So that's what I say when people say it's hard to walk away from them significant others i think the heartbreak part like getting over the person but it's like why do you want to why do you want to go back to someone that broke your heart i really wouldn't i really wouldn't be honest it's easier to just go back to them rather than leaving so this goes strong bond it's easier i feel like it's easier to just like be all right let's work it out but then it's harder to actually stay in a relationship and get cheated on over and over again and leave, try and leave. Let's piggyback to the last question. So you're telling me materialistic thing, you're not going to accept it, but for free, you're going to go back and be heartbroken. <laughs> like I said, it's hard. It's not hard. No, you should not. You should not be going back to anyone that's going to hurt your heart. I'm sorry. Like, I know I don't want to start over thing or, well, we just got so much chemistry. No, it's ruined. It's ruined. It's not going to be the same. You know what I'm saying? Because then you're also showing that person that, okay, if I did it one time, she's going to come back. So that person's going to get comfortable and he's going to keep doing what he does or she's going to keep doing what she does. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. I'll be telling so it's my like, friends this, like, you keep going back to what hurt you, you're going to keep getting hurt. And me, now that I'm older, I wouldn't go back to a person that hurt me. I would rather me distance myself away from that person. But I'm saying it's hard for me to just get over somebody within the snap of a finger. So I'm going to want to, in my head, I'm going to want to continue to be with them. But deep down, I know I don't need to. So it'll definitely take time to actually realize. Sometimes it takes time for people to actually realize, like, that man or that girl is not for you. You don't need to go back. But now that I'm older, I would rather not. Yeah, I mean, I would rather not go back. So you just gonna walk away? Yeah, I'm gonna walk away. Or you gonna walk down the street? I'm gonna just walk down the street around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna just do that, and then I'm gonna hop in my car, probably get in the car, go home, then turn back around. Mm. That's bad. <laughs> no, but now in the place that I'm at now, we're speaking now. I don't know how I am in a relationship now, but mm-hmm. I would love to just walk away from somebody that hurt me over and over again or hurt me the first time at least. I would prefer not to go back to what hurt me. So, but like I said, it's harder or it's easier said than done. Okay. For females, at least. Because we're yeah. emotional creatures. It may be different uh, for guys, though. Yeah, I'm walking away. Nope. Mm-hmm. Walking away. You're not about to hurt me. I'm going to stay. Nope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So, next question Can you be there for your significant other when they need financial or emotional support? So, at the stage that you're at right now in your life, do you feel like you have the mental capacity 
in your life to be able to financially and emotionally support somebody if you're in a, in a relationship with them? Financially, I am not there to support someone. Like, I can, like, like support them as in, like, them, like, me giving them money, giving them food and everything. No, I can't. Now, if they just need to borrow something, like, hey, I just need to borrow 200 to get on my feet, then I could do that. But, like, fully supporting someone financially, I can't do that right now. That In the state that I live in, because of, like, my, like, my circumstance and the things I need to pay and stuff. So I couldn't do that financially. Mentally, yes, I could support someone's mental and make sure that they're all right because I can, I, I would devote my time to talking to someone. Like if, like if you ever, like for instance, if you was going through something and we were talking, I would devote three hours, four hours to talking to you, making sure that you're going to be all right. That I can devote, but the financial side, I can't do it right now. Supporting, like fully supporting someone, no, but if it's just like, you know, 200, or 300, 301, that's my max, but um, <laughs> but that's my max, you got me, but I can't do it, I, I can't do it, but you need to talk to me, I'm all ears. I could say the same as far as financial support, now emotional support. I can't even support my damn self. So why would I? I don't have the mental capacity to do anything as far as dates, being there for somebody else as much as I would love to be. It's just I'm just not there because I'm still trying to figure stuff out myself. So it's like if I don't have everything figured out myself, why would I try and help somebody else figure their stuff out? Now, if my friends text me and they need advice on something, I'll give them advice based off of what I've been through and they take it however they want to take it. Um, they follow it if they want to follow it. But to be there 100% mentally and emotionally for someone, no, I cannot. Do you think people should tell people, like, I'm sorry, like, mentally, I can't be there for you? Or just comfort them, even though that they're not mentally there because they don't want to seem rude and blow that person off. So this kind of relates to my previous episode, which was on boundaries. Um, you, It's okay for you to say no. You cannot be there for somebody because you don't have the mental capacity to be there for that person. But as long as you don't say it in a disrespectful way to the point where that person feels some type of way, so I definitely feel like if you don't have the space to be there for somebody, you can simply tell them. And if they feel some type of way, then nine times out of ten, somebody's going to feel some type of way. But if they feel some type of way, then that just goes to tell you, like, what type of person they are. And me personally, I wouldn't want somebody around me like that that's reacting to me telling them, like, Bro, I can't I can't be there for you right now. I really can't. Hopefully, whoever that person is, they realize like you're setting a boundary and you truly don't have the room to actually be there. Mm-hmm. Rather than them disrespecting your boundary or violating your boundary and getting mad at you. It's honestly up to you if you wanna tell that person like if you're if you trust them enough to tell them like you don't have the mental capacity to 
be there for them. Like, it's totally up to you. Um, but that would be you setting a boundary by you telling them, like, what the boundary is, why you're setting a boundary, and going from there. Now, okay. if you feel comfortable with actually being there for them and comforting them, depending on the situation, then do that. But don't try and force it if you 100% feel like you can't be there for somebody. All right, so next question. Would you lie for the sake of your partner's happiness or tell them the truth? I'm telling them the truth. I'm sorry, because I wouldn't want no one lying to me. And then, yeah, and like when you lie, like you just, you like, if I lied, then you just added more lies on top of it that you don't even know about. So it's not even, I'm just going to be honest and tell you what happened. Like, I'm not, if I, if I cheated, I'm just gonna, I cheated. Like, you know, like I'm not going to prolong it. Cause once you prolong it, then like, you're going to keep cheating and then feelings like she might get even more attached to you. And then comes out that you cheated. So it's just like, nah, I can't, I can't. I'm just going to tell it how it is and just play it out. Yeah, now I would definitely rather tell the truth than lying to somebody because, like you said, I wouldn't want like I wouldn't want someone lying to me. And then when you lie, you have to keep up with that lie, and that is hard. Very hard. How you know? <laughs> That's hard. What you mean? Recently, like in December, I had to lie about something so stupid, and I just ended up just chalking a person because. The lie started from my cousin, mm-hmm. and because she told the lie, no, because she thought something was something that it wasn't, mm-hmm. so she ended up telling the person, and I didn't know how to, like, I didn't find out until later, mm-hmm. so it was hard for me to, like, just tell him the truth. You folded. So just... <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't keep up with the lie anymore, so I just ended up choking him. Mm-hmm. Uh, lying, though. It's just, yeah, no. yeah, lying makes things worse and complicated and sticky so yeah it's definitely not worth lying just tell the truth move on with it what if you get caught in a lie then you stuck then you really stuck and then you got all these hurts that's just gonna make matters yeah that's just gonna make matters worse it's not worth it at all tell the truth all right so should you be completely honest with your partner or keep some secrets from them Mm. <laughs> so this is a good question this is a good question I'm, I'm happy you created this question that's a good question so you should always be honest with your partner but in life it's like you never know with people like you never know if this person is really being honest with someone so you definitely should be honest with that person but it's like you still just never know like you could know someone being honest with you 99% but that 1% you just don't know like there might be something they're holding back but like I said like it's like a guard thing too because it's like do you really want to like give your all to someone and then like they break your heart or they put your information out there like that so it's like I feel like you should give enough that's respectable for each other and each person can still be comfortable, but I don't think you should really give, let that person know everything you did because some things don't even need to be known. You know what I'm saying? Like some stuff to just keep to yourself as long as it's not affecting the relationship, but you know, just give enough information that 
you know that person, that person knows you, and no problems are going to be caused. I wouldn't want somebody to be completely honest. Ain't just so it's no surprise. So you for you would want to know every woman he messed with? I would actually. I would like to know about past experiences because I why are you worried? But why are you worried about the? I want to know where the relationship went wrong. Like I just want to know where the relationship went wrong, not who fault it was because you don't want to put the blame on anybody. But <laughs> why are you shaking your head? I would want why? to know. Like. I feel like that's important to know. Why you want to know? It didn't work out. We here. Me and you are here. So it's like, why do you worry about the past? Like, the past is the past. Like, now, I would bring it up like, yeah, we didn't work out and say why, but that's it. Like, I don't want to dwell. I don't want to talk about it. Like, I don't want to, I don't want, I don't want to share no information. Like, I'm going to bring it to your attention so you know, but I don't want to get in detail with a past relationship because it's like it's in the past. We're here. And then, yeah, I don't think that's healthy. Let that person know what happened, but we don't have to really talk about it because, yeah, that's not healthy. I said what I said. Stand on it. Ain't nothing wrong with that. (laughs) All right. So how often should you talk on the phone with your partner? Like phone call or texting? Let's start with texting. Texting? Like, oh, this, yeah. I mean, yeah. So texting, I got this thing, right? So this is what I do. I'm going to text you in the morning because, I, to be honest, you shouldn't be texting me all day. Like, why do you have that much free time in your day? Like, it's only so many what you doing and all this other stuff. Like, we shouldn't be texting all day long. So I'm going to text you in the morning. Good morning. Da, da, da. Had that small talk. Not going to text you from morning to the afternoon. Afternoon, like, you know, Everything going all right? Like, how your day going? And then if we're not together, like, we don't, like, if you, we don't, if she's not always at my house, then once it's, like, the day dies down and stuff, then I'm, like, you know, how, how was your day? You know, FaceTime you, you know, chat it up. Well, if she's staying with me, then midday, that's probably going to be the last time we text text because at the end of the day, she's going to be with me. But I'm not doing all that thousand questions no we not texting all day i'm sorry it's dead i'm not doing that i got a job you should have a job like why do you have so much free time of texting like no Mm-mm. so i want to speak on a free time thing mm-hmm. <laughs> because when i was in a relationship i had free time because i didn't know what my interests were i didn't know what i liked I didn't really have a job like that that was like me working every day. So I had so much free time and all my time outside of what I was originally doing, which was school, finishing up school. I would spend my time texting him or calling him because that's basically all I know. Now, that's not healthy. It's definitely not healthy to uh, put all your time into a guy texting him all the time or being on the phone all the time is nice, but that just goes to show, like you said, you have a lot of free time on your hands, which isn't healthy. Um, now that I'm out of a relationship, now I know that that's not healthy. Now I, I have figured out like what I actually like, which is cooking. So I started the platters, for example. Now I know what I like. I know what I like to do outside of a relationship. I've 
try and spend time by myself try and do things by myself or at least try and do stuff with my family or friends so that my next relationship he isn't coming to me telling me like you spend all your time talking to me or you spend all your time being with me so I would hate for a guy to tell me that my rebuttal to the whole time thing is like so you said you were like had time and all that stuff uh, not working anything you should be working on your craft. So, so what, if, what if I don't know my craft? That's what I'm saying. So you what should be working on fine. No guidance. No mm-hmm. guidance whatsoever. So I feel like. We, so you just a soul? Like you just. You just I'm going to get I back to that too. I didn't know what I liked. I really didn't know what I liked. So. So, so spend time finding like. So I went. So if you don't know what you like. Spend time like you like spend that free time finding yourself. Like if it's like walking outside, working out, being in the park. Like don't put that energy into me. Like find yourself. Like don't because like you said, people like women start being dependent on that man because like that's the only thing they know. And then once they break up, they don't know who they are. So if you don't have a job or you don't know what you're doing or you don't know what to do find that time like no don't always talk to me you know what i'm saying like go outside do something like meditate like go talk to a tree if that like if that's you like just do you like find like you need that time with yourself like you don't want to always invest in me and be there like oh i'm facetime you facetime you facetime you no like find you you know spend time with yourself because you got to understand yourself that's one thing people forget. Like, you got to understand what Rihanna likes. I have to understand what Brian likes. I understand how I feel during this time of the day. Like, what makes me happy, how I like being touched, like, what food I like. You just got to understand yourself. So even, like I said, you don't have a job, none. Understand yourself first, you know. Don't always be texting me, you know. Then once you think you did enough time, of understanding yourself, hit me up, then we'll text, but don't sit there and feel like you need to be dependent on me of talking to you because it's only so much stuff we could text about. You know what I'm saying? And then once it's just like, now we're just talking just to talk. Like we just sending text backs, just to send text backs. Like My whole thing is growing up, some females do not have that type of knowledge or guidance. I don't know what other word I'm looking for, but I'm gonna use knowledge knowledge of knowing that you need to figure out yourself before you try and figure somebody else out so I didn't learn that until literally the end of last year that's why I did my first episode on self-awareness because I had to learn that my damn self I didn't know you're not supposed to spend so much time with your boyfriend I didn't know like the whole thing of finding myself I thought I found myself I thought I knew who I was but whole time no when you growing up as a female personally you don't really me personally I didn't know myself I didn't know what I liked I didn't know what I didn't like um yeah I just didn't know myself overall so now this whole thing of me not dealing with anybody because of my mental capacity is also my mental being in a way and also me figuring out myself before I can figure somebody else out so 
but not every female has that knowledge of knowing who they are. I, I can't speak for guys, but I know female. some females don't know who they are growing up. And a lot of females get bashed for that. A lot of females get bashed for not having that guidance on not knowing who they are before they jump into a relationship. There's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes you learn that behavior of not being able to figure yourself out first from like your parents or from hanging around people that don't even know their damn self. Mm -hmm. That's how I look at it. But I get what you're saying. That was a great answer. You you showed me you're right. I can't disagree with that at all. But no, it's definitely not a good thing to be in something when you don't know who you are. So now as I get older and these months go by, I can see that being important. So hopefully those that don't know who they are understand that they need to figure out who they are before they jump into something. I see no wrong in what you said. Aside from the texting, like, I feel like it's important to check in here and there. Um, it's nice to talk to your partner every day, but like I said, it's not healthy. So checking in here and there, like in the morning, a good morning text, how are you? That's what I would do. Good morning. How are you? Probably get on the phone in the afternoon, check in, and then either spending time with you physically at night, spending spending the night, or just for a few hours. But before, show. <laughs> 24 7 24/7. <laughs> 24/7. that's not that's not okay because then he'll he might get tired of you he yeah. might get tired of you he might not say it but he'll definitely get tired of you all right next question who would you rather be with outgoing girlfriend or a homebody girlfriend outgoing why because i like having fun i like the homebody but i like having fun and like I don't want to be cooped up in the house. Not saying there's nothing wrong with being in the house, but I want to have like some fun. Like, you know, I want to go out, listen to music, get some drinks. So, but you know what? I'm going to take that back. I want to, I want to home. Not you confused. (laughs) Okay, you got me. Cause now I'm really sitting here thinking about it. No, I'll take the homebody. I'll take the, cause the homebody, we can do everything that, going out okay it's more of a mature level okay so now that i really like going out is fun it is i enjoy it but being home with your partner and like y'all being in that space y'all can still do the same things out so like drinking and just having more time and i feel like it'll be more intimate because when you go out you have all these different personalities and all this energy around you that can, it's not saying it could affect you, but it's just like, you just have all this energy around you. But it's when you're in your house or you at her house, it's just y'all too. So it's like more intimate and more meaningful and like more comfortable. It's like more comfortable. So I would say a homebody. So what if she's antisocial, has anxiety, you would force her to go out? Cause I prefer to be in a house. I prefer mm. to do everything in the house but I don't mind doing fun activities if my anxiety level isn't off the damn top that's mm-hmm. the problem but if I'm and in a mood of course I would want of course I don't mind doing fun activities 
or doing something outside of the house. It just depends on my mood. So I don't know if everybody that's a homebody feels that way, depending on their mood, they would want to go out and enjoy themselves. But me personally, I would prefer to be in the house. And then that piggybacks off the sacrifices. So if I know she's not antisocial or I know she um, has bad anxiety, then I'll just find a common ground for both of us. So I wouldn't take her out that's going to be somewhere that's real crowded or somewhere that's going to be like real packed and got all this loud music and stuff. I'll just find something that's like relaxed, you know, still fun enough to the to like things that I like, but safe for her to be comfortable. So I would just find something. I would just find like a common, a common ground for both of us. So the last and final question is, is chivalry dead? So chivalry is basically being a gentleman or showing some type of romance. So an example of chivalry is like, a guy holding a door for you or he offers you his jacket when you're cold and y'all like walk into the car or something or him pulling out your chair at dinner for you to sit down so those are some examples of chivalry me I got spoiled with chivalry whatever how you say it (laughs) so now I do not accept anything less than it because that just show that you're a gentleman that you actually care um and i like romance so yeah i'm not accepting anything less than that if you ain't opening the door for me you got me opening this damn door and i look good no (laughs) no my whole thing my whole thing with chivalry is or my number one thing that i would love is for the door to be open for me now pulling out the chair, eh, but you offering your jacket, that's that's a caring, kind thing to do. I would expect you to do that. I would offer somebody my jacket, maybe, if if they were cold. <laughs> but number one thing I would want a guy to do is open the door for me, whether it's the car door, a door to a building, whatever. Chivalry's not dead because, like I said, I don't want my woman opening no doors because, like, I want, like, everyone to see her when she walks in. Like, you know, I don't want her touching no door. That's my queen. Like, you know, I don't want her touching no door. But Chivalry isn't dead, you know. It might be hard to find, but it isn't dead. It's still some, like, good guys out there that still open the doors and still do romantic things and just make their girlfriend feel amazing, you know, from just doing the little things like kissing her on the head, making sure to tell her she's beautiful, reminding how much she means to me, um, sending her flowers or just buying the candy that she really likes or just doing something like buying her food or something like that. No, so I don't think it's dead. I just think it's hard to find. I definitely think it's hard to find. Definitely not dead because there's people out here that really follows that. Me. Chivalry should be, it's important because you wouldn't want somebody else, you wouldn't want somebody else taking your girl. That's how I look at it. Tighten up. <laughs> now, I just found an article from Faina.com and it says 10 rules of chivalry everyone should consider. So, 
one is never announced that you're a knight. So chivalry is basically you being a knight, like you being a gentleman. So never okay. announce that you're a gentleman. Always show that you're capable of that. Generosity. Always be generous, basically. Love. Love is the end goal, is the music of our lives. There is no obstacle that enough love cannot move. And I'm going to finish off with that. To end this podcast, I want to first thank you, Brian, for coming on my podcast and participating and being crazy. No, it was a pleasure to come on your platform and just share my opinion on dating in the 20s. I'm thankful for you to invite me. And I hope you invite me again. My Instagram is brob, so it's B-R-0-B-B, and that's the only social media I'm on right now. Make sure you follow me. Oh, see you later. I don't say bye. Bye is a form of you don't want to see that person ever again. I want to thank everyone for listening. Please follow so you never miss an episode and leave a review as well. I want to thank everyone for the love and support. It's highly appreciated. I'll see y'all next time. Bye.